Our entrance hymn is number 740. Hymn number 740. Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, the Lord be with you. Welcome again to Sunday celebration of Mass. Today we celebrate Mission Sunday. From our own baptism, all of us receive a mission uh, to bring the good news into the world, to bring the message of God's love into this world. So as we begin our Mass, then we recognise that it's not something for the few, but for us all is the very body of Christ in the world. To begin the Mass and to offer the Mass more worthily, we first call to mind our sins. Lord Jesus, your mighty God and Prince of Peace, Lord of mercy. Lord Jesus, your Word of God made flesh and splendour of the Father, Christ of mercy. Lord Jesus, you are the way, the truth and the life, Lord of mercy. And may Almighty God have mercy on us, forgive us our sins, and bring us to everlasting life. Glory to God in the highest, 
and earth peace to people of goodwill. We praise you, we bless you, we adore you, we glorify you. We give you thanks for your great glory, Lord God, Heavenly King, O God, Almighty Father, Lord Jesus Christ, only begotten Son, Lord God, Lamb of God, Son of the Father. You take away the sins of the world, have mercy on us. You take away the sins of the world, receive our prayer. You are seated at the right hand of the Father, have mercy on us. For you are the Holy One, you are the Lord, you are the Most High, Jesus Christ, with the Holy Spirit, in the glory of God the Father. Amen. Let us pray. Almighty ever-living God, grant that we may always conform our will to yours and serve you in sincerity of heart. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God forever and ever. A reading from the book of Exodus. The Amalekites came and attacked Israel at Rephidimum. Moses said to Joshua, Pick out men for yourself, and tomorrow morning march out to engage Amalek. I, meanwhile, will stand on the hilltop, the staff of God in my hand. Joshua did as Moses told him, and marched out to engage Amalek, while Moses and Aaron and Hur went up to the top of the hill. As long as Moses kept his arms raised, Israel had the advantage. When he let his arms fall, the advantage went to Amalek. But Moses' arms grew heavy, so they took a stone and put it under him, and on this he sat, Aaron and Hur supporting his arms, one on one side, one on the other. And his arms remained firm till sunset. With the edge of the sword, Joshua cut down Amalek and his people. The word of the Lord. Our help is in the name of the Lord, who made heaven and earth. I lift up my eyes to the mountains. From where shall come my help? My help shall come from the Lord, who made heaven and earth. May he never allow you to stumble. Let him sleep, not your guard. No, he sleeps, not nor slumbers, Israel's guard. The Lord is your guard and your shade. At your right side he stands. By day the sun shall not smite you, nor the moon in the night. The Lord will guard you from evil. He will guard your soul. The Lord will guard your going and coming, both now and forever. A reading from the second letter of St. Paul to Timothy. You must keep to what you have been taught and know to be true. Remember who your teachers were and how, ever since you were a child, you have known the Holy Scriptures. From these you can learn the wisdom that leads to salvation through faith in Christ Jesus. All scripture is inspired by God 
and can profitably be used for teaching, for refuting error, for guiding people's lives and teaching them to be holy. This is how the man who is dedicated to God becomes fully equipped and ready for any good work. Before God and before Christ Jesus, who is to be the judge of the living and the dead, I put this duty to you, in the name of his appearing and of his kingdom, proclaim the message, and welcome or unwelcome, insist on it, refute falsehood, correct error, call to obedience, but do all with patience and with the intention of teaching. The word of the Lord. The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. Jesus told his disciples a parable about the need to pray continually and never lose heart. There was a judge in a certain town, he said, who had neither fear of God nor respect for men or women. And in the same town there was a widow who kept on coming to him and saying, I want justice from you against my enemy. For a long time he refused, but at last he said to himself, Maybe I have neither fear of God nor respect for men or women, but since she keeps pestering me, I must give this widow her just rights, or she will persist in coming and worry me to death. And the Lord said, You notice what the unjust just judge had to say. Now, will not God see justice done to his chosen who cry to him day and night, even when, they delay, when he delays to help them? I promise you he will see justice done to them, and done speedily. But when the Son of Man comes, will he find any faith on the earth? The Gospel of the Lord. Widows and orphans were the most vulnerable people in Israel. The woman who was without her husband had no support for herself nor for her children and of course had to depend on family. And very often it was regarded to be a hindrance to the family, uh, this new group of people. And very often they were vulnerable also to people who were outside the family uh, who maybe wanted to steal from them or take advantage of them. The widow and the orphan very often had no voice in Israel, no rights, and very often no one to speak on their behalf. We hear very often, if you listen closely to the Bible itself and some of the readings, the Lord hears the cry of the widow and the orphan, that he will do justice for those who are oppressed and those who are downtrodden. Taking that image from the first reading of today's Mass uh, of the people whose arms fall limp after carrying things, his arms never fall limp and he will never tire of listening uh, to the cries, especially of those who are poor and needy. The parable of today's Mass comes from the great tradition of the Bible of which I speak 
Jesus tells the story here of an unnamed woman, a widow, who comes looking for justice from a rather pompous judge. And what we hear is that he refuses to listen uh, to her cries for justice. Maybe we're left to imagine what her claim might in actual fact be. Maybe some person has taken something from her. Maybe some people, some person has taken advantage of her. And maybe some person has been violent towards her. What's her claim? We don't actually know. But what we do know is that this judge is unwilling to listen to her. She has no social position. She has no person who might advocate for her. He has no reason then to listen to her. It's only what we hear is her persistence, if you like, that makes him act. Not for the best reasons, but simply uh, to get rid of her and to, for her to stop bothering him. What we then hear in the parable is that Jesus picks up on that very word of persistence uh, to make a point. Our persistence, he says, in asking God is the thing that will make us heard. Unlike the unjust judge, in God's world, the cry of the poor and the needy is always heard and always heeded. God always takes their side, always listens to them. In God's world, justice is always done especially to the widow, to the orphan, to the poor and the oppressed. In our world, however, of course, it's not always so. For very often still, the poor have no voice, have no social position, no one very often to advocate for them. Very often systems and rules are organised and loaded against them. The powerful and the rich of all the things that are necessary, the poor very often have no one to plead for them. What we find in the readings uh, that we listen to in the Gospel is that Jesus very often comes to heal what is broken, people who are sick, people who are unwell, people who are troubled, and of course systems also that have no justice and mercy. He comes to redeem that which is broken. The Kingdom of God by comparison to this world, it's very different. It's a kingdom where justice is done, where mercy and compassion is shown and where tables are turned. You can't help thinking, if you really listen to what Jesus says very often, is that they are revolutionary words. It's not the Pharisees putting in money and lots of money into the treasury that are the most important but rather the widow who puts the small coin in that is regarded to be the most important. It's not the rich man who is feasting at the table who turns out to be the important person in the story, but rather Lazarus at the gate. It's not the rich person in the court or the judge who is the most important, but rather this poor woman who is seeking justice. It's not kings that are important in Jesus' life, but lepers people with tortured minds and people who are regarded to be outcasts of society. It's easy, isn't it, then, to see why people are frightened and challenged by Jesus' words because they turn the world upside down. The Gospel itself makes us think kind of revolutionary thoughts that things could be different. Things don't have to be the same. 
And what we hear in those words is a kind of fresh air, a fresh wind that blows over the world and that turns the world upside down. Maybe today as we are celebrating Mission Sunday, we recognise then that this is the very mission of the church, to announce a world that is different, to announce the inbreaking of a kingdom of God which is different from the world itself. When we kind of think of mission, we kind of think of places that are far away. But of course, the mission is here. The mission is always in the world where we find ourselves. And we are called on simply to announce that good news, to announce a new world, a world in which the widow and the orphan get justice. I believe in one God, the Father, the Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, of all things visible and invisible. I believe in one Lord Jesus Christ, the only begotten Son of God, born of the Father before all ages, God from God, light from light, true God from true God, begotten not made, consubstantial with the Father, through him all things were made. For as men, for our salvation, he came down from heaven, and by the Holy Spirit was incarnate of the Virgin Mary and became man. For our sake he was crucified under Pontius Pilate, suffered death and was buried, and rose again on the third day in accordance with the scriptures. He ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of the Father. He will come again in glory to judge the living and the dead, and his kingdom will have no end. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Lord, the giver of life, who proceeds from the Father and the Son, who with the Father and the Son is adored and glorified, who has spoken through the prophets. I believe in one holy, Catholic and apostolic church. I confess one baptism for the forgiveness of sins, and I look forward to the resurrection of the dead and the life of the world to come. Amen. Let us pray. On this Mission Sunday, we commit ourselves once again to living in the joy of the Gospel, and once again we make our prayers to our Heavenly Father. For peace on the border between Syria and Turkey, and for an end to the violence and strife which takes the lives of the innocent, Lord, hear us. Lord, graciously hear us. For those killed in Afghanistan mosque bombing, and for those injured, we pray for peace in that troubled land. Lord, hear us. Lord, graciously hear us. For a greater care for the planet, and for all living things within it. Lord, hear us. Lord, graciously hear us. For those who govern us and lead us, that they may do so with justice and fairness for all. Lord, hear us. Lord, graciously hear us. For those being married at this time of year, that they may be living out their daily life in the promises they make on their wedding day. Lord, hear us. Lord, graciously hear us. For those who belong to missionary orders, and who have a privileged vocation to take the gospel into the world, that both their words and their pastoral work may sow the seeds of the gospel in the hearts of those who seek the living God. Lord, hear us. Lord, graciously hear us. For those in hospital, that all our sick people may have the strength to bear the cross. Lord, hear us. Lord, graciously hear us. For all who have died, George King, Frank Breen and Andrew Murray, and all those we have been asked to remember. 
Lord, hear us. Heavenly Father, you give to each of us through our baptism the joy of bearing the gospel into the world, God's message, God's good news. Make us strong in our faith and in our conviction that you love each of us and that you love the world. We ask this through Christ our Lord. Rofertry hymn is number 122. Hymn number 122. Brothers and sisters, that my sacrifice and yours may be acceptable to God, the Almighty Father. Grant us, Lord, we pray, a sincere respect for your gifts, that through, these purif- through the purifying action of your grace, we may be cleansed by the very mysteries we serve. We ask this through Christ our Lord. Amen. The Lord be with you. Lift up your hearts. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It's truly right and just, our duty and our salvation, always and everywhere to give you thanks, through your beloved Son, Jesus Christ, your word through whom you made all things, whom you sent as our Saviour and Redeemer, incarnate by the Holy Spirit and born of the Virgin. Fulfilling your will and gaining for your holy people, he stretched out his hands as he endured his passion so as to break the bonds of death and manifest the resurrection. And so with the angels and the saints, we declare your glory as with one voice we acclaim. Holy, holy, holy Lord, God of hosts, heaven and earth are full of your glory. Hosanna in the highest. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Hosanna in the highest. You are indeed holy, O Lord, the fount of all holiness. Make holy, therefore, these gifts we pray, by sending down your Spirit upon them like the dewfall, so that they may become for us the body and blood of our Lord Jesus Christ. At the time he was betrayed and entered willingly into his passion, he took bread and, giving thanks, broke it and gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and eat of it, for this is my body, which will be given up for you. In a similar way, when supper was ended, he took the chalice, and once more giving thanks, he gave it to his disciples, saying, 
Take this, all of you, and drink from it, for this is the chalice of my blood, the blood of the new and eternal covenant, which will be poured out for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Do this in memory of me. The mystery of faith. We proclaim your death, O Lord, and profess your resurrection until you come again. Therefore, as we celebrate the memorial of his death and resurrection, we offer you, Lord, the bread of life and the chalice of salvation, giving thanks that you've held us worthy to be in your presence and minister to you. Humbly we pray that, sharing in the body and blood of Christ, we may be gathered into one by the Holy Spirit. Remember, Lord, your church spread throughout the world, bring her to the fullness of charity, together with Francis, her Pope, Joseph, her Bishop, and all the clergy. Remember also our brothers and sisters who have fallen asleep, in the hope of the resurrection, and all who have died in your mercy. Welcome them into the light of your face. Have mercy on us all, we pray, that with the Blessed Virgin Mary, Mother of God, Joseph, her spouse, the blessed apostles, and all the saints who have pleased you throughout the ages, we may merit to be coerced to eternal life, and may praise and glorify you through your Son, Jesus Christ. Through him, and with him, and in him, O God, Almighty Father, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, all glory and honour is yours for ever and ever. Amen. We pray with confidence to God our Father in the prayer that Jesus has taught us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Deliver us, Lord, we pray, from every evil. Graciously grant peace in our days, that by the help of your mercy we may always be free from sin and safe from all distress, as we await the blessed hope and the coming of our Saviour, Jesus Christ. Lord Jesus Christ, who said to your apostles, Peace I leave you, my peace I give you. Look not in our sins, but in the faith of your Church, and graciously grant her peace and unity in accordance with your will, we will live and reign forever and ever. Amen. Peace of the Lord be with you always. Let's offer one another a sign of peace. Lamb of God. Behold the Lamb of God, behold him who takes away the sins of the world. Blessed are those called to the supper of the Lamb. Lord, I am not worthy that you should enter under my roof, but only say the word, and my soul shall be healed.
thanksgiving him is number 133. Hymn number Let us pray. Grant, O Lord, we pray that benefiting from participation in heavenly things, we may be helped by what you give us in this present age and prepare for gifts that are eternal. We ask this through Christ our Lord. We're having a novena of prayer just now on a Monday evening, so if you have a special intention or special thing that you'd like to pray for, please join us for that novena. Uh, also during Mondays and Tuesdays of the month of October, there's prayers here in the church in the evening uh, for uh, October devotion, so if you'd like to come along to that as well. The Lord be with you. With your May Almighty God bless you, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. Go forth, the Mass is ended. Our final hymn is number 439. Hymn number 439.